What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the 24-7 Wrestling Podcast. I am your host, Malik, and we are back today with a special episode, episode 5 of my podcast. Uh, since it's WrestleMania season, we're going to be doing top 10 list today. Uh, I decided to make a top 10 greatest WrestleMania matches of all time in order. Super, super tough. I mean, super... There are so many uh, great WrestleMania classics out there. I mean, it's just so hard to pick one. Um... Or, I mean, it's so hard to pick 10 in order, but, I mean, some to me were unanimous, no question. Uh, some I had to cut out, didn't make my list, other people will have other opinions about my list. Um, but I did go back and watch all these matches last night, actually, before I wanted to finalize my list. And I am, I am very, very, very comfortable and confident with my list that I made of 10. Uh, like I said, some people will agree, some people won't, but... Um, I'm going to be doing a lot more of these top 10s for my podcast. Uh, I, I want to plan on doing more stuff like this. I do I do uh, debates on my YouTube channel, which you can follow me, uh, NarcolepsyBoy94. I have a debate tomorrow, actually, discussing the top 10 greatest rivalries or feuds in WWE history um, with my uh, guests, Brian Williams and Conrad Cushman of Everything Pro Wrestling. So make sure you tune in tomorrow for that on my YouTube channel, NarcolepsyBoy94. Uh, for my special debate, I also have two other debates out on my YouTube channel. Uh, last week we did top 10 greatest WrestleMania matches. And then uh, the week before we did top 10 greatest superstars of all time. And on my debates, what makes it so hard is that we all have to agree on the list. So my list on my YouTube channel was not like the list I have uh, written down for myself. That's what makes it a little bit difficult because we all have to agree on the list 100%. So let's jump right into it. Let's jump right into my list here. So there are some... Matches that I thought I would put on here, but then I had to think back far in history because there's you know there's 35. Well, we're going on 35 WrestleManias this year, so um, you know it's 2019 and WrestleMania started in 1985. So I mean, I had to think way way back to uh, as far as I could. You know the matches I, I remember every WrestleMania, but I I had to in my mind I had to write down and think about the classics that I that I liked in my opinion, and I went back and watched. Pretty much all the matches I had in my head. And these 10 made my list. So let's start with number 10, shall we? WrestleMania 20. The main event. Triple threat match for the World Heavyweight Championship. Triple H, the world champion at the time. Versus Shawn Michaels. Versus the winner of the Royal Rumble that year in 2004. Chris Benoit. And I know Chris Benoit gets a lot of controversy. uh, From what he did back in 2007. But... Chris Benoit was always one of my favorites growing up as a kid. I mean, Chris Benoit and Eddie Guerrero were, like, one of my two top favorites um, before I started really liking John Cena. And everything about Benoit, his matches were always great. I thought he was a very physical wrestler. He wasn't great. He, you know, his promo skills weren't the best. But he had a very, very intense—he he had that intensity level, you know? There's— he reminded me a lot of, um, you know, his intensity level is a lot like Goldberg's, I think. You know, his, the intensity in, in their characters and their, the passion they have, it's so real. Like, you can feel it. Uh, you can just feel it, and You get goosebumps, like, when they when they get really intense and they get that, that nasty look on the face, like they're going to beat the hell out of somebody. Chris Benoit was always one of my favorites. And this match made my list because I think this is the best triple threat match in WrestleMania history. Um, they haven't had too many triple threat main events. I think there's only two. This one and the one at WrestleMania 30. But this one was a classic. Um, I'm, I watched. This was the first WrestleMania I actually watched live on pay per view. It's when they still. Um, this is when they still had pay per view back in the day. Excuse me, that was a notification right there. Um, they still had pay per views back in those days, and um, 
This match, I did not think Chris Benoit was going to win. Didn't think he was going to win. I wanted him to win so bad, but he was going up against Shawn Michaels and Triple H. Didn't think he was going to win. I, I didn't have confidence in it at the time. I mean, I was only a little kid. In 2004, I was only seven years old, I think. Seven. So, I mean, I did not have the confidence in Chris Benoit to win this match. But this match, I love everything about it from the start to finish. I loved how, you know... In the beginning, how Sean and uh, and Benoit both went at the both went at the Triple H, and they both were just hell bent on making sure he didn't leave WrestleMania as the champion. Then I loved how Shawn Michaels and Triple H teamed up against Benoit when they put him through the announce table, and you know they 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 went at it. And he, people forget, you know, how blood used to be a factor in matches. I mean, Shawn Michaels was bleeding a lot in this match. Triple H also got busted open in this match. Um, I also like Triple H's white boots. The white boots that he had on in this match are really good. But I like this match from start to finish, though, man. I mean, I, Chris Benoit was always one of the best technical wrestlers ever, if you ask me. Triple H was, was one of the top guys, probably the top heel in the business at the time. And Shawn Michaels is Mr. WrestleMania. I mean, Shawn Michaels can have a match with a broomstick and be a five-star match. So, I mean, this triple threat match was bound to be great, if you ask me. Like I said, I love it from start to finish. Um... Especially towards, you know, the end when Benoit had Triple H in the in the sharpshooter and then Michaels came out with a super kick, bam, hit him with a super kick out of nowhere. And then, you know, um I, the ending it was so memorable for me, you know, when when Benoit took Michaels out of the ring with the with the uh as he, when he took him over the top rope and then he had Triple H in the cross face and you know, I'm thinking like, Oh my god, what's gonna happen, you know, here and then I love when Triple H pushed off with his hand and they rolled through and they went to the other side because Triple H was a little close. Uh, I don't think he was close enough to the ropes, so he pushed his way through to try to counter. You know, make thinking Benoit would let go, and Benoit just rolled right through it. And he kept the grip. You know, he kept he kept his grip on. He kept the move on, and uh, the hold on. I mean, and you know when he when he rolled over and he, and they landed that uh, when Benoit still had the, the grip on, man, the crowd just was going crazy. You know, Triple H was was selling it really good. I thought. And uh, Benoit was cranking it in real good, and then Triple H taps out. Incredible, man. Um, I love this match. One of my favorite WrestleMania matches of all time. One of my favorite uh, Benoit matches of all time, actually. Um, and then Benoit becomes the World Heavyweight Champion. No, the World Heavyweight Championship was a big deal back then. Um, that was definitely right up there with the WWE Championship as the top title in the company. And they were putting it on Benoit. Incredible. And in the moment after when Eddie Guerrero comes out, you know, he's the WWE champion, Chris Benoit's the World Heavyweight Champion and they're they're crying in the ring and they're hugging this all the hard work they put and sacrifice over the years in wrestling and it just paid off. It was just an incredible, beautiful moment. One of the best moments in WrestleMania history, hands down to me. That moment was was, was great and both guys are no longer here. Uh they're both gone now from this earth. And um, one of those guys is remembered as his legacy lives on forever in wrestling and will forever live on and one of those guys is never talked about in wrestling again, and we know who that is, and, um, it's, it's sad, either way, I mean, don't agree with what the man did, but, I mean, if he, you know, there was a lot of controversy and speculation about what happened, but I'm not gonna get into all that, but, I mean, that moment right there, dude, is just incredible, man, I mean, I, I, I still can watch Chris Benoit matches and not think about what happened, because Chris Benoit matches, they're that great, and this was one of the great matches that he had, this is, to me, I felt like, this is when he proved that he belonged, and that's, I think this is when Vince and maybe Bruce, Bruce Pitcher back then and everybody was really high on him said, okay, you know, Benoit can be one of our guys. He can be one of our top guys because he just went out there and he put on a, a great match with Shawn Michaels and Triple H. So this had to make my list, man. I put it at number 10 on my list. Um, 
Some people might have it on their list, some people might not, but, you know, this had to make my list. So, number 10, Triple H, Shawn Michaels, and Chris Benoit, WrestleMania 20. Let's move on to number 9. WrestleMania 3, Macho Man, Randy Savage versus Ricky, the Dragon, Steamboat. The reason this made my list is because this was back in 1987. This was the first official classic WrestleMania match that people talked about forever to me. Obviously, WrestleMania 3 was built around Andre the Giant, Hulk Hogan. But this is the match that stole the show. Um, this was the match that stole the show on the card. This is the match that had the best match on the card. And I heard a story about how Macho Man actually planned this match out for a full year. I've heard many stories about wrestlers say, you know, uh, Randy Savage would always wanted to plan his matches out before he went out there. He was just that guy. Um, and I heard that he actually planned this match for a fucking full year. That's crazy. From start to finish, man. That's insane. Um, and, you know, I heard that, you know, Ricky Steamboat was asking, okay, where do you want me here? What am I supposed to do here? And blah, blah, blah. And the fact that this man, if he actually planned this match for a full year and it delivered the way it did, incredible, man. Incredible. Uh, Macho Man is an in-ring general. And this match is a WrestleMania classic. Like I said, this is WrestleMania 3, 1987. Uh, <clears throat> I believe it was in Pontiac Silverdome, I believe, in Detroit, Michigan. Like 93,000 people. This was the first official WrestleMania classic match that people talked about. You know, when people were kids back then. I wasn't around back then. When people were little kids, this was the first match in WrestleMania history that I've heard people say, you know, this, this was the best match ever I've seen in WrestleMania so far. I mean, so, I mean... This had to make my list. I watched this match last night, and uh, I love this match from start to finish. Great, great match. Um, great story these two told in the ring. Macho Man was just so great in the ring, and I love the finish. You know, when he hit him with the elbow and went for the pin, and then Steamboat rolled him up, and he hit him with the one, two, three real quick and became Intercontinental Champion. Just a beautiful moment. I, I love this match. Um, Macho Man, to me, is one of the greats, probably top ten greatest of all time. Uh, Ricky Steamboat, you know... Ric Flair said many times that his best match was with Ricky Steamboat. I've heard many superstars say Ricky Steamboat <laughs> could always go out there and perform the best. So, I mean, Ricky Steamboat is one of the greatest of all time. And uh, this match had to make my list, you know. Uh, I know this is a little bit old. And some people, you know, weren't even around back then. I wasn't even around back then. I was born 10 years later. But, I mean, this match had to make my list. You know, WrestleMania 3, Ricky Steamboat, Macho Man, Randy Savage. No question, it's top 10. Like I said, this was the first official WrestleMania classic match that people talked about for decades. Still talk about to this day. This match is still remembered as one of the best matches of all time in WrestleMania history. So, I mean, this match definitely had to make my list, no question. Oh, that's number nine on my list. Let's move to number eight. Shawn Michaels versus Razor Ramon, WrestleMania 10 ladder match. Again, this had to make my list because this was the first official classic ladder match that people talked about for decades. Nobody ever seen the ladder used that way in a match before, uh, when these two used it that way. Now, Brett and Shawn had a ladder match before this match at WrestleMania 10, but nobody ever used the ladder the way that Shawn Michaels and, and Razor did that night. Um, you know, they used it more as, as, a, as a weapon and as a, um, as 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 an object to use for for doing moves, you know one of the best moves I, I think uh, one of the best clips you know you see when Shawn Michaels on the top rope and he has the ladder standing up and then he jumps up, off the top rope and brings the ladder down with him and, and goes over the top of Razor Ramon. Um, this this had to make my list at number eight. Uh, I love this match from start to finish too as well. Um, some people like the ladder match at SummerSlam better between Shawn and Razor. I think this this match at WrestleMania 10 was better. Um, this is. 
probably top five greatest ladder matches of all time. I mean, definitely top ten, but this is, it could be arguably for the top ten. I mean, top five. Could be, I know ladder matches have evolved and changed over the years, but you got to think, this was back in 1994. The ladder wasn't used the way it was back then like they used it. I mean, they, they, they did a very, very incredible job using the ladder as an as an object and a weapon instead of just using it as as an object just to climb up and grab a belt um so this match had to make the list i mean there's gonna be a lot of more Shawn michaels matches on this list i can tell you that because you know we're talking about mr wrestlemania here so um this definitely had to make my list this is number eight Shawn michaels razor ramon wrestlemania 10 number eight on my list let's move to number seven and yes i had this match on my list and i'll explain why tlc WrestleMania 17, Edge and Christian versus the Dudley Boys versus the Hardy Boys. This match made my list. First of all, this match was better than the one they had at 16. This match made my list because this is the match that elevated all of these guys to the next level to be superstars. And You know, the Dudley Boys went on to become one of the greatest tag teams we've ever seen in WWE history. Edge went on to have a Hall of Fame career. Christian went on to have a Hall of Fame career. Jeff Hardy and Matt Hardy both went on to have Hall of Fame careers as singles competitors as well as Edge and Christian. So this match had to this match had to make my list. I mean, the, the way that the things that they did in this ladder match were just unbelievable. You know, the this, the, the when Jeff Hardy's hanging from from the top of the uh, when he when he's when the, the thing that the belt's hanging the belt. They you know when the belts are hanging on the thing and he's and he's he's dangling from the top and Edge hits him with the spear from the ladder. You know when 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 Rhino pushes uh, the uh, Matt and Jeff off the, uh, Matt not Matt and Jeff but Matt and um, I believe it was Devon off the ladders into those tables. Even when Lita came out, when Lita came out and got herself involved, and I believe Edge hit her with the spear outside the ring and she smacked her head on one of the back of those ladders. Man, I mean this match was just incredible. Man, the bumps. Oh my goodness gracious, the bumps that these guys took in this match, sacrificing this this probably took. <laughs> A lot of their careers, no no doubt. I mean, there'll never be another tables, ladders, and chairs match, tag team match that will top this, ever, if you ask me. Um, I don't care if it's on a, a TLC pay-per-view or WrestleMania, it doesn't matter. There will be no other ladder match that will top this ladder match in a tag team match between these guys. I mean, incredible, incredible what they did in this match. Like I said, this elevated them to a next level, to the next millennium. And this match had to make my list because it's one of the greatest ladder matches we've ever seen of all time. One of the greatest, probably the greatest TLC match we've ever seen of all time. I'll go on the record and say that. This is the greatest TLC match we've ever seen of all time. There's a difference between TLC matches and ladder matches. Ladder matches are strict ladder matches. You, it's only with the ladder. TLC matches is chairs, ladders, tables. I mean, it's, it's all, you know, it's all, it's, it's everything in one. So, I mean, this is the greatest TLC match of all time. And this to me, made these guys legit for not only fans, but backstage, you know, maybe Vince McMahon and Bruce Pritchard and all those guys backstage as well, like, you know what, these guys, these guys are fucking for real, these guys are fucking for real, man, I mean, they're no bullshit, they're no joke, Hardy Boys, Deadly Boys, Edge and Christian are legit, and that's why TLC match uh, at WrestleMania 17 is number 7 on my list, had to make my list, but let's jump to number 6. Another match at WrestleMania 17. The Rock 
versus Stone Cold Steve Austin for the WWE Championship. This is the best match they've had at WrestleMania. Um, they had obviously Rock and Austin had three matches at WrestleMania. The first match was at 15. Their second was at 17, and the last one was at 19, which was Stone Cold's retirement match. Um, the 17 one, though, the second one was the best one they had. Uh, 19 was the second best one, and the 15 one was the last one. But I mean, this was the best one they had hands down. I love. First of all, this is WrestleMania 17, probably the greatest WrestleMania of all time. And the promo package before this match, one of the best promo packages of all time, man. With Limp Biscuit, you know, and uh, what's the song? Um, My Way, The Highway, or something like that. I think it's called My Way. Um, but I mean, the promo package before this match, I loved Stone Cold Steam when he had the, you know, the uh, Disturbed theme. Uh, you know, I, I loved his theme. I loved uh, the Rock's theme as well. I always liked Rock's themes, you know, even though they're kind of generic a little bit. I've always liked Rock's themes. But, I mean, you have two top guys who were baby, two, the top two baby faces in the company at the time going at it. And both, if you, I remember the backstage segment they had on, on, oh, I think it was a Raw, when they were both backstage and JR was interviewing them. And they're both just giving their cases on why they're going to win at WrestleMania and why they need to win. And it's just, I remember Stone Cold saying, you know, Rock, I have to beat you at WrestleMania more than you can ever imagine. And it's just like, just little stuff like that just gets you into the to the storyline and the, the stuff that they're doing, man. It's just, this match was, was absolutely incredible. Um, I don't know how I feel about the Stone Cold heel turn. I mean, obviously at the time, it, it failed because, you know, nobody wanted to boo Stone Cold Steve Austin. Or I didn't want to hate Stone Cold. But, I mean, they had, they had to do something new, try something new. If it succeeded, then it would have been a great moment, but it failed. So I know Austin said that's the only thing he would he would have done different. He would have hit you know, Vince with a, with a couple stunners, um, and gave him the middle finger and called it you know, called it a day. But uh, day in the office. But I mean, this match definitely has to be on my list. Uh, it's number six on my list. One of the best WrestleMania main events of all time, in my opinion. Uh, the best Rock and Austin match they've ever had. Uh, especially the end, though, when, when when Austin is beating the holy hell out of him with those steel chairs, and The Rock is selling those chairs like fucking crazy. Nobody sells a stunner better than, than The Rock, either. The Rock sells the stunner like fucking nobody else, dude. I love the way he sells that stunner. Um, and these chair shots, man, were just vicious and brutal. I mean, he was laying in those chair shots just left and right, left and right. I mean, he's beating the holy shit out of him with these steel chairs. And... It's crazy how that's how he beat him, too. He didn't beat him with the stunner. He beat him by beating the hell out of him with a steel chair. They don't really do stuff like that anymore in WWE. You wouldn't see a finish like that now in WWE, I feel like. Back then in 2001, when this match happened, it, I, I liked how the finish was. And I liked how the finish was in the match at 19-2 when The Rock hit him with the people's elbow and hit him with three rock bottoms back-to-back-to-back to back to back just to finish Stone Cold and put him off. I liked how... Their matches always finished, um, and I especially like the finish to this one when he's taking when Vince is handing him the chair, and he's just beating the hell out of him with the chair, and he kicks out the first time, and then he just it's like Austin just snaps, he loses his mind, right, and he just lays in those chair shots just hard, and he's beating the fuck out of him with those chairs, uh, with that chairs, and he just Rock is just selling those chair shots as, he, as Austin is beating the fuck out of him. So I mean, I love the finish to this match. I love this match from start to finish as well. I love the promo package that they did. I love the build up to this match. Goosebumps think about it right now, man. I mean, this is a match that I can go back and watch any day of the week and never get tired of watching. So, number six on my list, Austin versus Rock, WrestleMania 17. Let's move on to match number five. Moving on to WrestleMania 18. I think we'll match you know what I'm going with here. Rock versus Hogan. The Rock versus Hulk Hogan, WrestleMania 18. Now, some people have said, you know, if you turn 
if you turn the audio off of this match without the fans' reaction, this is a terrible match. You know, the match quality is bad. And I'm going to tell you why I disagree. Even though the fa- the fa- first of all, we all know the fans were super into this match. You know, uh, in 2002 in Toronto, the fans were super crazy in this match. They were going crazy for Hogan. Uh, they were, you know, some people were going crazy for Rock. Some people were booing Rock. But the story they told in this match is absolutely beautiful. This is, was the return of the official red and yellow Hulk Hogan right here. This was the official turn of the babyface Hulk Hogan. This was the night that people evoked their emotions and showed that they loved Hulk Hogan desperately and that they wanted their hero back one last time. And I love that The Rock won. I think it was the right call. He was the young buck at the time and Hulk Hogan was the was the was the veteran line right there. And um I love the finish to this match. I loved, you know, when, when, when he hit him with that when he hit him with that uh big leg drop and rock kicked down, people were like, Oh no like you know and I loved how Hogan took off his belt and was whipping the rock with that with that belt he had on and I loved, you know I, I I love the stare down in the beginning of the match, you know, when, when they're both looking at the crowd and the crowd just giving you goosebumps left and right. This match has to be top 10 greatest WrestleMania matches of all time because of the story it told in the match. Now, does Hogan have the best entering skills? No, he doesn't. He doesn't. Everybody knows that. He doesn't have the best five-star matches, but this was one of the best matches Hulk Hogan's ever had in his life. This is the best WrestleMania match Hulk Hogan's ever had, I'll tell you that, by far. And... I think this might even be, let me see, this to me, besides, this this could be the best match The Rock's ever had at WrestleMania too. I mean, Austin was a great one, Cena was a great one too, I thought, um, but this could possibly be the best match Rock's ever had at WrestleMania too. so I mean, I loved, you know, the build-up was a little iffy, I didn't like how, you know, they, they had to make Hulk Hogan try to, like, like, like he was going to kill The Rock before WrestleMania, and when he hit him with that, uh, when they had him in that quote-unquote back of that ambulance, and he took that big two, uh, semi-truck, and he ran over the ambulance with it, little shit like that, this is not believable, I mean, you know, he's, he would have been dead in real life if he hit him with that, with, with that semi, for real, so, I mean, um... I didn't like really the build-up build-up. I like definitely like the promo when Rock came out and said, you know, he challenged him and everything, and that promo was really, really good. But the build-up was okay, but the match delivered to me. This was a match to me that, you know, I think lived up to more potential than people build it up to be. I mean, just imagine if Austin was in this, if Austin was in this match. Would it have been as great? Would it have been as better? Than him and The Rock. I don't think so. My personal opinion. I think the hype would have been more bigger. Because you have. You know. To me Austin is more popular than Hulk Hogan. I think Austin's the most popular superstar of all time. And you have Hulk Hogan number two. So I mean. And people wouldn't have booed Stone Cold Steve Austin either. They would have been cheering for both guys. And they would have been super loud and super crazy. This would have had to been the main event. To me. No question. But I don't think. Austin and Hogan. Would have put on a better match than him and Rock did. That's just me. Um, I think Rock and Austin did the best they could, and I thought they had a classic, classic showdown. This is another match I can go back and will never get tired of. I love this match. Um, for people who don't, I don't understand why they don't. You know, I, like I said, I've heard people say, you know, if you turn off the audio in this match and you watch it without the crowd reaction, the quality of the match isn't that great. Okay, that's your opinion, but I don't think people really understand the story that they told in this match and 
how good the match really, really was. Cody Rhodes said it's the best WrestleMania match in history. This is a guy who wrestles in the business and has been in the business forever. His whole life. He said this is the greatest match in WrestleMania history. So, I mean, everybody has their own perspective and opinions. But to me, there's no question that Rock and Hogan have to be on this list for me. Number five on my list, WrestleMania 18. Let's move to match number four. Stone Cold Steve Austin versus Bret Hart, WrestleMania 13. Submission, submission match. No question this match makes the list. This was unanimous. Uh, the first the first six for my list were actually unanimous, um, by the way, for people who want to know. There's no question this match has to make my list. The best, the, best, the best match Bret Hart had at WrestleMania. The best match Stone Cold had at WrestleMania. The best match on WrestleMania 13. This is the only match... I ever go back and watch on this WrestleMania. This was a terrible WrestleMania, if you ask me. And this is the only match I go back and watch because the match was so great and so classic, so memorable. And the fact that it was a submission match. Stone Cold is not a submission wrestler. Bret Hart is one of the best technical wrestlers of all time and a submission artist. Stone Cold doesn't even have a submission move in his five movesets that he has. The fact that this match was that great, mind-blowing. Who would have ever guessed that this match would have been that great? It's mind-blowing. Uh... I think that the story that they told, and remember uh, that Stone Cold was the heel going into this match. He was the top heel. Bret Hart was the top babyface. By the time the match ended, Austin was the babyface, and Bret Hart was now the top heel because of the finish and, and what he did after the match. The finish of the match is one of the best endings in any wrestling match ever. I mean, even today when people pass out in a match, you kind of think about, you know, that, oh, that's kind of what Stone Cold did at WrestleMania 13. That's kind of a ripoff, you know. Um, and that, the fact that they used blood in this match I thought was brilliant as well. Submission match, but they used blood. And that was a smart call. Excuse me, I think my Brett was the one who, who called that, uh, as I think Austin said before. So, the, like I said, the match was was great. Uh, I loved how he gave him the sharpshooter around the ring post and just this, this, you know selling that that little that little uh, uh, spot right there. I loved when you know uh, when they were outside and throwing each other into the steps. And Austin comes with the top rope, hits him with a couple moves from the top rope, and you know I don't think Austin hit a Austin didn't even hit a stunner in this match. Um, that's how good the match was. Austin didn't even need to use his finisher in this match. Even though it wouldn't matter because it was a submission match. But still, he didn't even use the stunner in this match. And I love when Bret Hart put him in the sharpshooter. And then Austin, you know, he, he's got that warrior mentality. He got that, he's got that heart of a lion. And he actually breaks it for a little bit. But then Bret puts it back in. And then Austin has that blood on his face. And I loved, you know, when he puts his hands down on the mat. And he pushes up one last time. And he... Puts his face up with that camera shot right there, and he's he's screaming, and the blood's coming down his face, and he's getting in his teeth, and the blood's just gushing down his head because he's bleeding something because he got that cut's getting really really open. What a classic fucking image right there, dude! What a classic fucking ending to this match. This is a submission match, but Austin didn't even tap out; he passed out from the pain of the sharpshooter. What what a call! I mean, you this this was the perfect scenario. For this match, because it made Austin look like a badass, and it got it got Brett over as a heel with where where they wanted him. What a great fucking call to the finish of this match! Not only did it make Austin look strong, it made him look good. Didn't make him look weak by tapping out. He passed out because he refused to tap out, and the pain was so overwhelming that he passed out from the pain with all the blood on his face. He's laying there in the middle of the ring, just unconscious. It made Austin look like a true 
fucking G. A true fucking warrior. This is what makes Stone Cold Steve Austin, Stone Cold Steve Austin right here. This was the start of, of Austin 316 right here. And even though he hadn't used the Austin 316 promo yet, this was the start, the official start right here to me. Um... And then, of course, it got Bret Hart over as the babyface, where they, where they want him. It got Bret Hart as the heel because Hart was so mad that Austin didn't tap. He actually assaulted him. He actually, you know, assaulted him a little bit after the match and did a little little heel, heel moves, heelish stuff right there. So, I mean, there's no question this match is top ten. This is top five. So, I mean, this is number four on my list. Bret Hart versus Stone Cold WrestleMania 13. No question it's top ten greatest WrestleMania matches of all time. If anybody disagrees, you're out of your mind. Um... So, number four on my list, Bret Hart, Austin, WrestleMania 13. Let's move on to match three. Shawn Michaels versus Kurt Angle, WrestleMania 21. My favorite WrestleMania of all time, by the way, is WrestleMania 21. I love everything about this show except for probably the the sumo match. Um, but Austin, not Austin, but Michaels and Angle absolutely stole the show here. I mean... Both guys were on separate brands at the time, and you had the two top wrestlers in the company, if you ask me. Kurt Angle, a great technical submission wrestler, a great technical in-ring general, um, Olympic gold medalist. There's nothing he couldn't do in that ring. The same with Shawn Michaels, the best in-ring performer of all time. The fact that these two had a match at WrestleMania in their prime still just makes me happy because they absolutely stole the freaking show in L.A. that night. Um... Even though there was one little botch in this match, you know, when Kurt Angle uh, was hit with the Sweet Jam music and he didn't kick out on time, um, the ref actually stopped the, the, three, the three count before he kicked out because he wasn't supposed to hit the three. He knew he wasn't supposed to, uh, Michaels wasn't supposed to win, but Angle was late on that kick out. Um, but that's the, only thing about, that's the only thing about this match that is bad. Other than that, from start to finish, they told a great story. You know, I loved how... Sean tries to wrestle Kurt Angle in the beginning of the match, but he just, you know, he's not out wrestling Kurt Angle. You know, Kurt Angle's a Kurt Angle. I loved, you know, the spot with the announce table and hit him with the crossbody on the outside through the announce table, which was supposed to break, but it didn't break. Um, I loved how Kurt Angle went for that moonsault and missed. I loved when Sean hit him with that super kick and they, they paused. See, I remember how they don't do stuff like this anymore either now in WWE. People would sometimes hit their finishers and they would just lay there and let the crowd just lose their minds and, 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 you know, let the crowd really, really get into it, and they would go for the cover late, and by, by the time they went for the cover, you know, the guy had already, you know, kind of revived himself a little bit, so he kicked out, and that's what happened here with, with, with the, with the super kick, you know, Sean Hill, Kurt Angle picks him up by his face, and he's talking shit to him, and says, you'll never be good as me, you'll never beat me, Sean, just give up, tap out, bam, hits him with the super kick right in the jaw, Kurt Angle goes down, he's out, Shawn Michaels lays back down, didn't even go for the cover. Shawn Michaels selling it so well. Just crawling with every inch, with every scratch. Just, just digging his fingernails into the into the canvas of the mat. And just crawling towards the angle. And goes for the cover and then angle kicks out. Then Shawn, you no, know, is, is, is getting up very, very slow. And then as soon as he gets up, angle gets back up. Bam! Puts on the ankle lock out of nowhere. Snaps on the ankle lock. And it seems like he had him in this ankle lock forever, man. I mean, Shawn Michaels was selling the fuck out of this ankle lock. One of the best finishes to a match, if you ask me again. Like I said, Shawn Michaels was selling the fuck out of his ankle lock. Um, he had him in his ankle lock for at least a minute or a minute and a half. I mean, my God. He had it in the ankle lock standing up. Then he, then Angle wraps his, his legs around Shawn Michaels and gets down to the mat. Now Shawn Michaels can't go anywhere because he has to drag all of Kurt Angle's dead weight with, the, with that 
one leg that he has and he can't do it. So Sean's in the middle of the ring. He's just screaming and yelling and he's just losing his mind. He's shaking with his body shaking, his leg shaking. And he's just shaking, 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 and then he taps out. Man, the crowd was so into this. I was into this as a kid. I watched his WrestleMania live as well, and I wanted Kurt Angle to win. I probably was one of the very few people that rooted for Kurt Angle to win this match because I liked Kurt Angle more than Shawn Michaels at that time. I uh, still do, actually, but um, Kurt Angle was one of my favorites, and I was happy that Kurt Angle actually won. didn't think he was going to win, but I'm glad that he won. This match from start to finish, though, was, was absolutely beautiful, just spectacular, um, and the finish was, was nothing else. This is number three on my list. Um, one of the best matches... Kurt Angle's best WrestleMania match ever in one of Shawn Michaels. Just classic showdowns. Um, so, WrestleMania 21. Uh, Kurt Angle versus Shawn Michaels is number three on my list. Let's move to match number two. Undertaker versus Triple H. WrestleMania 28. End of an era Hell in a Cell match, man. Jesus. I love everything about this match, man. Now, when we did my debate on my YouTube channel, this match didn't make the list because the other two guys that I was with didn't think this match was top ten. And it blew my mind. I was shocked. You know, I thought this match was unanimous to me, but they didn't like the match, they said. They thought Shawn Michaels, they said, was was overselling what he was doing. Like, he felt like he wanted to be a part of the match. I disagree, man. I love the build-up to this match and everything about this match, you know. Um, I always wanted, I always told people I didn't like at first when they had Shawn face... Undertaker back-to-back at WrestleMania. I didn't like when they made Triple H do it either because I always wanted... I just wanted to see Undertaker fight somebody new at WrestleMania. It's not because I didn't believe they can put on a great match. I just wanted to see him face new people at WrestleMania because we've already seen Shawn Michaels you know, and, and Undertaker. We've already seen Triple H and Undertaker. I just want to see him fight somebody new at WrestleMania. And, uh... But, boy, am I glad... Am I glad they did this this match? I mean... I loved everything about this match. The build-up to this match was so great. You know, Undertaker comes back... First of all, Russell, the match ahead of 27 almost made my list. Um, I had to put the the ladder match over it, um, over this match with Sean and Razor, but that match almost made my list, man. The one ahead of 27. I love the match ahead of 27. The story they told was great at 27, I thought. You know, when Undertaker is getting beat down by Triple H, but Triple H can't get the job done and he loses. But Undertaker didn't leave the arena on his own two feet that night. He was carried out. But Triple H, you know, he said he won the war. Undertaker won the battle, but he won the war. But Undertaker comes back a year later for vengeance. He wants his vengeance and his redemption against Triple H. And he wants Triple H to fight him at WrestleMania. But now Triple H is more in a corporate role now. And Triple H is refusing to fight Undertaker at WrestleMania because he said he looks as Undertaker as a brand now. And he can't extinguish that flame because Undertaker wants it, he wants it in his ego um, won't allow him to get in the way of business decisions, and he said he knows what he has to do if he's going to beat the Undertaker, he has to finish him, and he knows he can do it, but he's not that guy, and Shawn Michaels says, what do you mean you're not that guy, that's what you do, you're Triple H, you end people's careers, you end their livelihood, that's what you do, Triple H said no for a couple weeks, but finally, that one little thing, man, Undertaker says, Shawn's better than you, Triple H gets heated, he accepts the challenge, and he says, we do this, we go all the way. He says, hell in a cell. How could you not get invested right then and there to this? I mean, my God, right there, dude. I had goosebumps. 2012, I'm watching it at home. Um, um, I got fucking goosebumps, baby. I'm like, oh my God, this is incredible. 2012, I mean, I was only, I was what, 15 right there, I believe. I mean, 
I I was I was I was all the way in 100%. I was sold in right there. No question. I was sold on it and the match lived up to the hype like no other. Um the last great match these two had together and Undertaker cut his hair. That's another crazy thing. Undertaker cut his hair in this match before the match happened and the vignettes that they showed because he I can't remember what the reasons were but man this match was absolutely incredible. I can I can still hear the chair shots that Triple H was giving Undertaker in that match when he's just hitting him over and over again with those chair shots. Oh my god, dude, those chair shots were just fucking brutal. You can see the welts on Undertaker's back um, from those chair shots. I love the the sweet chant music pedigree when when Undertaker went uh, went for a tombstone. And he put and Triple H reversed and Shawn Michaels hit him with sweet chant music and then Undertaker. Uh, gets hit with a pedigree, and everybody thought it was over. And then he kicks out, and people were like, "Oh my goodness gracious!" I mean, what? I mean, people were just losing their minds for this match. Um, I love this match from start to finish. This is number two on my list, man. Uh, I don't understand how some people don't have this match on their list. I mean, this match was absolutely nothing more than spectacular. I loved how Shawn Michaels was involved in it as well. I loved how he kept asking Taker if he want to stop the match. You want to stop the match because you know he he's feeling bad for what's happening. I mean, Undertaker's getting his ass whooped here. He respects the Undertaker and he just wants Undertaker to understand. Hey, it's just one match. Just, just this is one match at WrestleMania, man. You can get over it. But Undertaker's refusing. He says, "Nope, I'm not going out like that, man. I'm not. I'm not doing it." Triple H, obviously, he's showing no remorse in this match, and he said he's going to do whatever it takes to make sure he puts the Undertaker down. And he did just that, and this match was just great. Undertaker wins, becomes 20-0, and and the little moment they had at the end, when all three of those guys are at the top of the ramp, and they're hugging, another great moment in WrestleMania history right there, man. Little moments like that are just why WrestleMania is so special, why wrestling is so special, and those guys deserve that moment. I love this match. That's number two on my list. Triple H versus Undertaker. End of an era. WrestleMania 28. Now let's get to number one. <laughs> I think we all know what number one is. It's fucking unanimous. If this is not number one on anybody's list, I have to hear your reasons why. Because it makes absolutely, positively no sense. There's no question of what the greatest match in WrestleMania history is. Undertaker versus Shawn Michaels. WrestleMania 25. This is the greatest match I've ever witnessed in my life since I've been alive for my 21 years. It's the greatest match I've ever witnessed with my own eyes. I ordered this pay-per-view. I watched this pay-per-view. This match is so, so spectacular. I mean, the build-up was... I'm not going to lie, the build-up was a little bit disappointing to me. Um, I liked how they did the whole heaven versus hell thing. How you know the entrance, Shawn Michaels comes down from the Raptors and he has all the white on. And the smoke coming out, and he's coming down from the heavens, representing the uh, the, the light. And then, Shawn, you know, of course, Undertaker representing the the, uh, the darkness, and he comes up, you know, from with the black on and everything. The match these guys had, oh my god! I mean, I felt bad for anybody else who's after this match because this was the main event right here. This match stole the fucking show, no question. The greatest match in WrestleMania history. These guys put on a fucking classic from start to finish. There was only one little botch in this match with the cameraman angle. You know, when Undertaker goes to dive out the ring and the cameraman was in the wrong spot and then he didn't get the shot he was supposed to get. And the Undertaker lands on the cameraman and breaks the camera. But, I mean, this match was just... How can you not love this match? This is what wrestling is about. The story they told in this match was absolutely incredible. I mean, the, the facial expressions they were making, you know, when, when they would kick out of each other's finishers and they were just like, oh, my God, what the fuck do I have to do? Like... I'm hitting this guy with my best, and he's still not 
finished. I mean, this match, without a doubt, is the greatest WrestleMania match of all time. Um, I loved how Shawn Michaels went. Uh, how they Undertaker caught him in that tombstone, the first tombstone off the, from the ropes when, Under, when Shawn Michaels tried to flip back up and he caught him with that tombstone. I love the uh, the finish of the tombstone with the with the moonsault, and I loved how Shawn Michaels was tuning up for Sweet Chant music and he actually hit the Sweet Chant music because right there I thought it was over. I was like, oh my god, he might actually might fucking beat the Undertaker. And Undertaker kicks out. I'm like, oh my goodness, like this match is just. It's too much, man. It was too much for me to handle. I mean, this was the greatest match in WrestleMania history, no question. If anybody disagrees, you're out of your fucking mind if you ask me. I mean, I don't see how this match can be the greatest match in WrestleMania history. This was an absolute classic. This is a match that you'll talk about forever. This is almost 10 years ago this match was. And this is a match you will talk about, you tell your grandkids about. This is how great this match was. I mean, there's no doubt that this match is the greatest match in WrestleMania history. Not even close. Um... Shawn Michaels is obviously Mr. WrestleMania. Undertaker is the WrestleMania GOAT when it comes to winning matches and, you know, having classic matches and, and, and drawing attention and, and getting people invested into the match before the match even happened. So, I mean, this is the greatest WrestleMania match ever. There's no doubt. Um, the one they had at 26th Street versus Career was a better build-up, but the match obviously wasn't going to top this match. There was no way. Um, the build-up they had was way better, but the, the, out, topping this match, was, it was, there's no way. It wasn't even possible. Uh, so, that is my list. That's my top 10 greatest WrestleMania matches of all time. Number 10, Triple H versus Shawn Michaels versus Chris Benoit, WrestleMania 20. Number 9, Macho Man, Randy Savage versus Ricky Steamboat, WrestleMania 3. Number 8, Shawn Michaels versus Razor Ramon, WrestleMania 10. Number 7, TLC match, WrestleMania 17. The Hardy Boys versus the Dudley Boys versus Edge and Christian. Uh, number 6, The Rock vs. Stone Cold, WrestleMania 17. Uh, number 5, The Rock vs. Hogan, Hulk Hogan, uh, WrestleMania 13. Number 4, Stone Cold vs. Bret Hart, WrestleMania 13, Submission Match. Number 3, Kurt Angle vs. Shawn Michaels, WrestleMania 21. Number 2, Undertaker vs. Triple H, WrestleMania 8, uh, 28. And number 1, Undertaker vs. Shawn Michaels, WrestleMania 25. I mean, I love my list. I think this is really the top 10 greatest WrestleMania matches of all time. Uh, there are other mentions in there that, that some people might have in there. Some people might have Undertaker vs. Triple H, WrestleMania 27, which almost made my list. Some people might have Hogan um, versus Ultimate Warrior, WrestleMania 6. Some people might have Macho Man, Ready Savage versus Ultimate Warrior, WrestleMania 7. Um, you know, some people might have Bret Hart versus Shawn Michaels, Iron Man match, WrestleMania 12. I mean, there are some people might have Stone Cold versus Shawn Michaels, WrestleMania 14. So, I mean, there are a lot of matches that, you know, are obviously great for WrestleMania, but I love the list that I have. Um, I would put this list up against anybody else's list and, and argue why my list is better, because I think this is truly the top 10 greatest WrestleMania matches of all time, um, especially after going back, back and watching all these matches. This has to be, to me, the greatest, the top 10 greatest WrestleMania matches of all time. Like I said, there are other mentions out there that didn't make the list. Some people might have Shawn Michaels, Ric Flair, retirement match, WrestleMania 24. Some people might have Streak vs. Career, WrestleMania 26. So, I mean, some people might have Rock and Cena, WrestleMania 28. So, you know, there are a lot of matches that didn't make my list, but I think this list is acceptable. Um, when you talk about great. Entering quality, great build-ups, great storylines, great uh, finishes. Everything about this list screams perfection to me. So, I mean, 
I'll read the list one more time, and then we'll sign off here. Number 10 on my list is Triple H versus Shawn Michaels uh, versus Chris Benoit, WrestleMania 20. Number 9, Macho Man Randy Savage versus Ricky Steamboat, WrestleMania 3. Number 8, Shawn Michaels versus Razor Ramon, WrestleMania 10. Number 7, TLC match, WrestleMania 17. Edge and Christian versus the Dudley, Dudley Boys versus the Hardy Boys. Number 6, The Rock versus Stone Cold Steve Austin, WrestleMania 17. Number 5, Hulk Hogan versus The Rock, WrestleMania 18. Number 4, Bret Hart versus Stone Cold Steve Austin, WrestleMania 13. Number 3, Shawn Michaels versus Kurt Angle, WrestleMania 21. Number 2, Undertaker vs. Triple H, WrestleMania 28, Hell in a Cell match, End of an Era. And number 1, Shawn Michaels vs. Undertaker, WrestleMania 25, the greatest match in WrestleMania history, hands down. I love this list. You know, share on social media what you guys think the real list is. And if you disagree with some of the matches I have on there and you want to replace uh, a match with some of the matches that I have, let me know. You know give me your comments. I, w- I want to know what your list is. I want to debate here. Um, I want to know why you think my list is wrong, and if you think my list is right, let me know if you think it's right. If you know, let me know if you agree with the list that I have. So, um, make sure you guys subscribe to my YouTube channel, Narcolepsy Boy ninety four. I do skits, reactions, trivia's. I do podcasts. Um, I will have a debate tomorrow on my channel at four p.m. with Conrad Cushman from Everything Pro Wrestling and Brian Williams. He does actually. Brian Williams. He actually uh, used to make the WWE. Uh, Video games. He still makes. He still works with WWE and, and 2K. But he used to do them back when they were doing that THQ stuff. So he's in the WWE SmackDown vs Raw video games, and I'll be having him as a guest on my channel tomorrow, having a debate. We will be discussing the top ten greatest WrestleMania rivalries slash feuds of all time. Uh, not WrestleMania. I'm sorry. We will be discussing this wrestling feuds in general. Um, so make sure you guys subscribe to my YouTube channel. Uh, And let me know what you guys think about my list. I'm out.